Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 78 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm joined by Crystal and Luke. What did you guys have for breakfast today? Well, I did not have breakfast today, unfortunately. I had um, a pack of the little chocolate donuts with pumpkin spice coffee. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I had a peanut butter chocolate chip sandwich. Mm. Oh, tasty! I really, that's put some not marshmallows very, on. It's that. not a very mature choice. Actually, maybe it is. Maybe that's maturity is freedom to choose a peanut butter choco you chip. Nailed yeah. it. Have anyway, cake whenever you want, listeners. For the last seventy-eight episodes, I have asked our guests. We're not really our guests. Our co-podcasters here, how they're doing. And I feel like it, it's wrong for me to ask that question because what are they going to say? Like, mm, not so good. Let's talk about that. They're just going to be like, good. And so maybe from now on, we'll just ask a random question real quick at the beginning. Yep. We'll try it out. Just fire I like it. it. Right out. Boom. Let's right. do okay. it. All right. Credit to my uh, co-hosts here for their great idea. Uh, Crystal's great idea. <laughs> that was fantastic. Mm. <laughs> <And>, okay. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> Crystal did not say, ask us what we had for breakfast. She oh, said, that's ask a good point. us a thinking that's question. That's a good point. The thinking question. Yes. <laughs> and it helps our listeners get to know us just a smidge better. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm, I don't either. All right, listeners. <laughs> what an intro. Welcome to uh, the VC Podcast. This is your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek Baptist Church. We hope you're having a good week so far, and we're glad to be a part of your day today. And also, I think this might be the first day of fall. Is that true? It is. It is, yes. It is. So happy first day of fall, everybody. Happy, happy. Autumn, if you prefer autumn. All right, let's jump right in here. We'll talk about last Sunday, this next Sunday coming up, a few announcements, and then some random stuff at the end. Anything could happen. And uh, we'll jump right in. Last week, we had uh, a few sermons uh, starting our brand new sermon series in Philippians called Finding Joy. The sermon title was Finding Joy in One Another. You can go back and listen to those or watch those on our website, but we're going to be talking about discussion question number two. If you are following along in the listening and discussion guide, would one of you guys read that one for me? Sure. Spend some time giving thanks for those who have partnered with you in the gospel. How can you encourage them as Paul encouraged the Philippians? Very good. Very good. And so right now, prayer is always good, but we're not going to submit... uh, we're not going to have a uh, prayer of thankfulness right now. That'll be kind of for our listeners. That's your homework, listeners, as you kind of round out this episode. If you want to pause it and spend some time in prayer, just giving thanks, or even just a quick one while you're listening, that's fine too. But the main question here we'll talk about is how can we encourage uh, you know, our partners in the gospel? How can we encourage other believers uh, just as Paul did to the Philippians? Let's see. I think... Uh Absolutely, the the best way for us to encourage people is is obviously to pray for them. But it's also in, important for us to pull our weight in that right where we we are on the same team, moving the same direction. Uh, and I think it's important to even uh, voice those that appreciation. You know, to speak that truth into their lives and come alongside them and, and share with them, uh, not just not just hey, thanks for doing all the work. You know that kind of stuff. But I think it's important for everyone to be on the same boat, move in the same direction uh, with God at the helm and, and stay prayed up and, and, and moving towards uh, sharing the gospel. Yep, and I think it's important to know know them well enough to know how, what encourages them. Mm, absolutely. Like for me, it's super encouraging for me to receive just like a little note, like the people that I partner with that 
that are close to me and know what I struggle with, they'll occasionally send me a note with a scripture Mm. or just a, hey, thinking about you. And that to me is super encouraging, but that's not the same for everyone. So just to know. Sure. That's a great point. Know, Know your people. Yeah. Absolutely. Something I feel strongly about for that is just a way to encourage us to be, um, you know, quick to forgive and slow to anger. And even mm. when people are coming to you like, hey, I messed up or whatever, just being quick to, uh, you know, maybe if it's a real transgression there, maybe spend some time working it out as, as you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. But just to be like, hey, it's all right. I'm not angry. Yep. It's good. We're mm-hmm. all good here. Like yep. just saying that for some people can just really make them realize, oh, Man, yeah, we're in this together. We're a team. Sure. Here. Yep. Instead of being like, can't believe you did that or whatever. Even if sometimes you don't always 100% mean it, just to be like, it's yep. all good. It's something I think you're kind of along the lines of something that I've tried to learn as I've gotten older to listen, listen to hear, don't listen to reply. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you just listen to, to let them know that we're all in this together. It's, yeah. a, it's a good point, Zach. I could practice listening to hear a little more on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zach's listening to reply most of the time. <laughs> I think uh, along the lines of your listening, I think it's helpful too. Like, I know when I'm super discouraged in ministry, sometimes I just want to talk about it. Mm. And it's super helpful like those friends of mine that will listen. But then after they listen to me complain and gripe and be like, oh, I'm so exhausted, I want to quit, they then remind me of why, like why we serve the Lord, Mm. why we're doing kingdom work. So I think that listening and affirming, but then encouraging all in one. Absolutely. One pretty little package. Yeah. It seems like we have They don't try to fix it. Absolutely. I think we have a common theme here, and that's just striving to understand and know your brothers and sisters around you mm-hmm. in a way that only you can because you have you serve the Lord in more of a uh, you know a close-knit setting or as close-knit as we are being cautious about social distancing things but <laughs> um, you know only you know the people around you the way that you do and so mm-hmm. just to understand those differences is is a great step mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. any final thoughts on that one mm-hmm. I think That's we pretty got solid. pretty well round yeah, I like that one all right let's move on here uh, to next week. I actually have no clue uh, what the sermon is. <laughs> I'm sorry, forgive me. It, it will be another uh, sermon in Philippians called uh, Finding Joy in... Suffering. Suffering. Oh, yeah. thank you, Luke. And uh, we will have... Uh, our, can you, are you, do you have the thing pulled up there, Luke? Can you actually, remind us of our... I'm actually working on it right now. Our can pastor you? schedule. I do believe Jonas we'll have Jonas here. Larkin at Jonas, Springfield. Jonas is at Springfield Road and Sean Caudill Sean, yes. is at South Wilson. And so that'll be great to have Sean uh, back preaching uh, at South Wilson, and always a pleasure having Jonas over at Springfield. But uh, looking forward to those. It's not, again, about the messenger. It's about the message. And so uh, you can join us 9 and 1030 at Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson, and all those services are available online at vcbc.org. Always like to remind you guys of that. And uh, because neither of those people are here, we have no sneak peek to give you. So you'll have to just wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I'll just read through their notes like yeah. I know oh, what they're no, uh, Let's see. Find a joint suffering. No, it's all right. <laughs> we'll let them share. I'm excited to hear them this weekend. Absolutely. All right. We have just a couple announcements we want to share with you. None of them are coming up here immediately, but they are right around the corner, believe it or not. Uh, so first thing, we have been, over the course of maybe the past few months, um, had an open collection for affordable Christmas items. We want to reiterate something very clearly to our church family, to our listeners here on the podcast. We will be actively participating in affordable Christmas this year. Maybe that was a little unclear. Our participation will be directly with 
Helping Hand of Hope and their affordable Christmas program. You can still bring in gifts. You can still give monetary donations. And if you would like to get further involved, contact the church office, and we'll point you in the right direction to get even deeper into the affordable Christmas program. We are actually hosting again. Right. We're back in the hosting game. So we're hosting at the South Wilson campus this year. And we're serving our schools in that area that we've been building that partnership with. So, fun fact. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so that'll be good. That I just I think it's easy over the course of you know hey we started collecting back in what July or something you know yeah it was the summer yep, it was and July. so when things happen early like that it's easy to forget about them by the time they roll back around. So we just wanted to give a friendly reminder that that is in fact going on. However, we have another event coming up, uh, a couple of events, actually, on October 31st. Those are a little closer than Christmas. Uh, mm. you've, I've had, I, I personally, no one ever asked me anything. People have asked me this personally. Will there be a trunk or treat at Valley Creek this year? Yes. So at Springfield Road, we're doing the traditional trunk or treat. That'll be from 6 to 8. So if you're willing to participate and bring a trunk out, all that fun, please get with me. Um, there will be more info on that to come. And then at South Wilson, we're doing something a little bit less traditional, but still just as exciting. We are doing kind of like a pregame tailgate, so to speak, kind of event over there because they're right in the realm of all the trunk or, tr or trick-or-treating like routes as we are not at Springfield Road. Yes. So there, we're going to be set up from 4.30 to 6. There's good, We're going to be offering popcorn, hot dogs, music, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So families, as they're trick-or-treating, can pop in, grab some chow. I've never used that some term. Chow. What's that? Grab some grub. <laughs> I've never <laughs> used that. I'll just grab something to, for it's sustenance. Yes. Yeah, and just hang out, enjoy some music, that kind of stuff, and then continue their route to get more candy. So two different yet awesome opportunities. I don't know about you guys. I'm sure by the end of that night as church staff, and hopefully I don't think it'll be that crazy of a night. Please don't misinterpret that. But I plan on doing the Valley Creek mega route where I'm going to the pre-game uh, pre and I'm going to Trunk or Treat. So I'll be Same. over at South Wilson and I'll be excited to see everything happening there and then whew, over to Trunk or Treat because I live out... Uh, you know, at an undisclosed location, but I live out this way. So I'm, there's, you know, not a lot of trick or treaters coming to my house. So mm -hmm. it'll yeah. be a great, just a great time. I'm excited for it. I am D too. This is not a requirement. We're not saying people have to wear costumes or that we, it, it is what it is. Are you guys wearing costumes and what are you thinking of going as? If not, if you are, if not, that's fine. Crystal, go ahead. You're I typically go as myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just. Partially due to my personality and partially due to the fact that I'm typically running around and I get hot and tired hmm. and I don't want to be dressed up. Yeah, but right. I do always have a clipboard, so maybe I'm going as a clipboard holder. Yeah. Yeah. That's an official yeah. clipboard, yeah. I don't know. I could be persuaded this year, maybe. We'll see. We have a family uh, costume idea we're pretty excited to reveal this year. Um, very simple. A good cost effective, but Grayson is going to be a football player because he mm. plays playing football. Crew is going to be a football. <laughs> <laughs> Landon, because he likes to coach and boss people around, he's going to be the head coach. Nicole and I are going to be referees, mm. and Emmy's going to be a cheerleader. Mm. 
So we're going to be this little football squad. That's cute. Yeah. A little family gig. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was intending to go as Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie Dubois. Uh, is that, that still on? Because I'm really excited to see that. I really, I'm thinking about it. My thing is that that movie didn't really pop. And mm-hmm. so people probably won't understand who that is. And I have to explain it the whole night. Uh, but my other costume idea was Batman. And I don't think I have time to get in shape for that. You know, so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. It might just be Zach. Might just be going as myself. Zach's like, I'm actually a media specialist this year. <laughs> going as a media specialist. One of my first years here, that's why I, I just, I forgot, honestly forgot that it was trunk or treat night and I wore just a blue hoodie. And then so I printed off on computer paper, just like these signs with blue hoodies on them. And I was like, at least you brought candy for my trunk. <laughs> so it's going to be a good time. So look, look forward to that October 31st, which is a Sunday this year. It so is. We'll see how that probably won't affect anything worship wise, but we won't have it'll a be a nice that fun, that's right. nice fun evening event. Yeah. All right, moving on here to a segment that we like to call Did Anything Interesting Happen to You This Week? We need to have music for that. Mm. Oh, man, that would be awesome. All right, I'll kick us off because I have I have a tale to spin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I uh, very frequently walk around Freeman Lake. It's like four point something miles. It's a very fun walk. I enjoy it. It's a time to just clear my head. Getting to the main point here. When you walk around Freeman Lake clockwise, you spend the majority of the first half in like a wooded area. Then you pop out and all of a sudden it's just open air for the rest of the time. Right before I pop out in open air, I'd realize I'm gaining on somebody. I'm walking a little bit faster than them, but not fast enough to catch up super quick. After a couple minutes of that, I realize someone else behind me is also doing that. So, in order of speed, we have someone in front of me going the slowest, me going medium, person behind me fastest. Mm. But we're all walking. So I'm like, okay, something has to happen. Either I need to pause and let both of these people make some good progress, and then I don't have to worry about, you know, oh, sorry, let me get around you there, or like running or jogging or whatever. Anyway, eventually I realize the person in front of me, I catch up to them, it is a it is a, a woman with a very small dog listening to what I can only describe as fake flute music. What? Like if you're a video game, like a gamer, it kind of sounded like when you're playing a video game and there's supposed to be flutes, but it's not really flutes. Um, very bizarre. And the song never changed. Like oh. over minutes of us walking <laughs> sort of together, same song the whole time. And it was so loud. It's not on headphones. It's like playing out. And like, you do your thing. You're walking the lake. Power to you. But I was like, what is going on? Because <laughs> the song wasn't changing. I couldn't get fast enough to pass this woman. Meanwhile, the guy behind me, finally, he's a guy, is gaining on both of us. And I can't walk fast enough to, <laughs> to pass up this woman. He has had enough. He like books it around us. And then I'm like, all right, well, I can't stay here. Beside this woman, because like then we'd be walking together through the, it. Just so I'm like I'm sticking with this guy, so I'm power walking with this guy. I'm sorry, this has been a really long story, and he's like annoyed. Yeah, I can tell he's annoyed that I'm following him so closely, but I'm like I'm not sticking around with this lady listening to this loud fake flute music, and so 
I'm like right behind this guy for at least a quarter mile, maybe more. Wow. And we finally get to a point where I can't hear this flute music anymore. But for that mad dash to the finish, I swear she was like, she sped up too. Like, oh, they're going. <laughs> so I was like, I cannot. And you know. You guys became an encourager. I'm, well, that's the thing. I'm a large man and I'm not super athletic. So I'm not incredibly fast, especially just when walking. But I was like, I shouldn't have assumed, but I assumed I was in a little better shape than this woman. With and that's the small a, dog. With the small dog. And, but she was, she was booking it fast. She could have been faster than me if she tried, I guess. Mm. Anyway, long story short, that was just the craziest thing that happened this whole week. Because I was like, just the, the music itself following us <laughs> while we're trying to power walk out of these woods. I was it, like, that sounds like something happening? that would happen, like just this random part of a movie. It was crazy. Like a random Zach Galifianakis, you know, movie or something. Hear me out on this one, though. Once we finally reached, uh, I think it's like a water treatment pump or something like that. It's kind of like a dam sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, That side of Freeman, like the guy turned back around and headed off the other. I was like, I don't think there's a parking lot. Where did this guy come from? So (laughs) I don't know. He lives up there. Maybe he does. Atria. You're better than I am. I would have just given up at the first sight of all of this and just ran backwards we'll and s- headed back to we'll the car. Back, just <laughs> head back. Not worth it. I'm sorry. I've spent the last 10 minutes telling this story. But the, the hard part about all of this is usually I would say, okay, this is just going to keep being like this. Let me sit down for a little bit. I'll just wait until they get some distance on me, and then we won't run into each other again. That's kind of mm-hmm. – I don't like to walk with other people. But I knew how long it took me to get around the lake – and I knew when the park closes and they close the gates. Mm. And those two times were already so close together that I was like, I don't have time to just wait on these people. Mm. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Have you ever encountered anyone at the, this has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. question, but have you ever encountered anyone at the lake that if, when, if you're ever riding a bike around that, that trail, that they tell you what to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. They like ding their bell and they're like, move to the right, move to the right. Yeah, or they're like... Put a helmet on, like very aggressively. Oh, when like, you ride a bike, oh, when you yeah. Ride like a bike? if I ride, I a bike. don't ride bikes around. Oh, I don't no. do that either. I, thought I, I haven't done it. I haven't done it in years. But I'm like, but they 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 do that. They like roll around there and they get all mad. They're like, you don't have a helmet on. What? I'm sorry, I don't ride with a helmet. I'm a little, Luke, I, I have a thick one. Skull. I would say I have a thick skull. I would say you know, safety as, first. As your friend and coworker, <laughs> I would recommend a helmet. Mm-hmm. But safety I know first. that you're gonna do you. But that's all I'll say. As officially the podcast stance on safety equipment as it's important. <laughs> but two, I have noticed the same thing. That in the world of trails, because you can walk, run, or bike them, there are these sort of like almost unspoken rules. Like, hey, when you walk, you have to walk on the right. And if you're on a bike, you have to announce that you're coming up on a walk. Like those sorts of mm-hmm. things. And so I think when you go in and you're just like, a cool dude rolling in, no helmet, you know, you're not, it's not like you're booking it. Probably you weren't like speed racing. Right, so yeah. you're like, I'll be fine. They're sure. like, that could, that could, you could get your helmet off. Yeah, <laughs> that's know? the thing. I was like, I've, I've, that's literally like the only time I rode a bike around. We've taken the kids down there and let them ride. Mm-hmm. It's fun for them. See, I feel like also on these trails, there's like a hierarchy. So like the bikers are the most powerful. Mm -hmm. The runners come in second. And 
the walkers are the lowest on the totem pole. They have no power. Yeah, at they're all. like, get back to your car. They're everyone else's. <laughs> like, they have to follow all the rules that everyone yells at them. Yeah. Here are my two things that freak me out when I'm walking the lake. Because I wear earbuds because I know that if I stick to the right and I keep kind of aware of my surroundings, I'm not, it's not so loud that I can't hear anything. But a lot of bikers are very quiet. Bicyclists, mm-hmm. cyclists, I think is what they prefer. Um, they're fast. And you don't hear them until the hairs on your body stand up because you can feel them behind you. That is so freaky when you like split second, kind of the hair on your neck stands up and then they go <laughs> right beside you. Yeah. Yep. That's so scary. Same <laughs> feeling as when a full grown deer just <laughs> <laughs> blows past you. That's only happened once, but it's on the, the trail? same feeling. Yes. Oh. Was it at Freeman Lake? Yeah, Freeman Lake. The deer don't care because they're like, no one's here to hunt me at Freeman Lake. <laughs> Gosh. No one's hunting deer. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Never happened. Anyway, that's the end. Hmm. I, I, I gotta. I, re, I relent the floor to you guys. Here you go. Nothing interesting Wherever has happened got. to me. Yeah, we can keep talking about this. Oh, long, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't have too much in. And I love. I'm not that athletic of a person. I'm not a hiker like uh, Andrew is, and uh, but I do enjoy just kind of walking trails. Yeah, it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm walking. It's it's a good time. Yeah. Andrew got it. Andrew runs now, don't he? He does. Yeah. 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 Very good. It's kind of annoying because I started running and now <laughs> I can't run because my foot is injured and now he's getting faster. Very uh, annoying. You know what? But I'm those trying to Hillards, be happy for him. Those Hillards have it in their blood somewhere. So yeah. frustrating. Because I trained for, like I ran three 5Ks a couple of years ago and I never, I was never fast. And Andrew's like, I think I might run one. And then I was like, oh, awesome. You ran one. What's your time? And he was like, 30 minutes. Like, which is a pretty standard, but I, he was like so much faster than me. And I was like, oh, of course he would. But no, that's great. And yep. shout out to Andrew. It's awesome that you're running. If you're listening, it is awesome that that, that he runs. We need to. We should all run. We I want to get back to running. All right, hear me out. Okay, I don't know how long this podcast is gone. This is going to be an like hour. Hours. We should do a Valley Creek 5K. Let's do it. And we should do some. I mean, maybe not a missions fundraiser necessarily, but we should figure out a way to help it benefit missions in some way or affordable christmas oh the affordable Affordable christmas Christmas 5k 5K. bam that'll be awesome all right i love it but but i gotta get my foot better first yeah it'll be it'll be a run walk yeah Yeah. a fun but see i want to be fast i'll just be walking around mad if i have to be slow that's my thing be fast if we i was so fast i was so fast before my foot went out if we all trained for 5ks I would have the slowest time, like guaranteed. Mine would be the slowest, and that would frustrate me. I know that it's for so sure. It's so frustrating. Chris, I'm going to be real with you. I believe you walk faster than I run. I do walk very fast, especially when I'm angry. <laughs> she said agreed. <laughs> agreed. <laughs> However, I've never witnessed you running, so I can't say. Uh, it's not pretty. Mm. Yeah, I was making such good progress. Oh, well. All right. It's any, all good. Any interesting things from you guys? I nothing. hate to have commandeered it, but that was a fun, fun yeah, conversation. I've got, I mean, I'm serious. I've, I've got nothing. We had no, just been working. Great youth band Sunday night. Um, uh, nothing really interesting, man. Nothing fun. All right. Well, we will move on to our closing question today. And this is a, this is a really tough one. I would love to hear from our listeners what you guys have yeah. uh, on this one, but here it is. I think this one's from Jonas. So shout out to Jonas. If you had to narrow down your singular most prized possession, and again, this has to be a tangible material object, like a thing, what would it be and why? So if you had to narrow down your singular most prized possession, again, a tangible material object, what would it be and why? Okay. So I've 
Can it be two things instead of one? Yes. Okay. One is obviously more than the other one, but my top prize possession is my stuffed duck. His name is Ducky. (laughs) Don't laugh, Luke. He is precious, and I've had him since I was a wee baby. He's just amazing. Shout out to Molly Davis, who also has a stuffed animal, who I think she will treasure when she's old. His name is Tygee. My second prize possession is a scooter that I have. It's the old school kind with like the seven inch wheels that are inflatable like a bike. Oh, man. You know, my grandpa found that at a yard sale and I didn't really know my grandpa, but I inherited it and I love it. That's awesome. So my brother and I painted it really cool colors when I was a kid. I still have it. I've thought about reviving it and trying to ride it around, but I also don't want to die. So... (laughs) I need, to, I need to see it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll bring it in. I have it in my basement. I'll bring it in tomorrow. Wow. I have a few. I tried to narrow it down. If I have to choose one, then I'm going to choose the obvious answer, my singular most prized possession. And again, this is hard because I'm a, I'm a things guy. I really like stuff. I know it doesn't make me happy, but I'm happy to have it. You know, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But my singular most prized possession is my wedding band. Um, I was very, very particular when I, because Taylor and I went a little non-conventional here. Unconventional? Non-conventional? Anyway, unorthodox, whatever you call it. Against the grain a little bit. So I gifted her with an engagement ring, but then we both kind of split and then I bought my wedding band and she bought hers. That way it was like, hey, we get to choose these since you didn't get to choose your engagement ring. Long story short, I Googled every gold wedding band supplier manufacturer that i could find i wanted a very specific width and i wanted a specific weight and i didn't care if it was like 14 or 12 or 16 or whatever so found what i was looking for found the most affordable one for the quality and then kind of found right in the middle there ordered that one and it's been my wedding band ever since and it was important to me that it was yellow gold and so like to me, I know for a fact that if this ring disappeared, I would still be married and I could get another one and that it's just a ring, but I treasure it, you know? Hmm. So very nice. it's very important to me. What are your other ones? You said my you other, had- so other ones. <laughs> uh, the other ones, uh, one was a gift from my mom and it is a Fender Stratocaster hmm. and it is a not definitely not small or insignificant. That's a huge thing, so treasure that greatly and then my wife on our wedding day gave me a watch which i'm wearing today and uh, i think she doesn't think that i treasure it but i really do and i don't wear it a lot just because i don't want it to get like scuffed up from daily use Hmm. and then last one i have like this super sweet jacket that i got last year Mm. and i don't know what it is about that jacket just love it Hmm. anyway that's probably too many but the ring definitely number one is the ring Mm. i have uh, my probably my favorite tangible um, item of significance that I have. It's not again. It's not small, kind of like your Strat thing. But I still have my first real guitar. My mom gave me when I was nine, and it made it through a house fire in 1997. I've had it for years. Uh, it's not playable right now, but it means so much to me because my mom sold her wedding band to get it for me because she knew how much I loved music and wanted me to play guitar. 
and I've, I mean, it's made it for years. And the thing I, I keep wanting to invest in it and get it playable again, but, but I do, I do have that. And another thing, this is silly uh, to some people, but my aunt gave me uh, an old Swisher Sweet cigar box. It's it's nothing that is not fancy. It's just an old cigar box. I've always, for some reason, uh, what it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but for her, for some reason, ever, ever since I was younger, since I was little, I was always drawn to the cigar box. I thought it was so cool. And so last year, she gave me the cigar box, and it stays on my nightstand by my bed, and it's typically where my my wallet, watch, things like that go. I kind of keep it right there by the bed, and it's. It's I love it. It's pretty fantastic. It's awesome. It keeps I keep wanting to add stuff onto mine. I think the reality of that is, mm-hmm. you know, again, possessions are not what bring us joy. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately a lot of mine, it, it's because of the people that gave me those things or because they remind me of certain people or certain times. That's one. Um, got a wallet like in my pocket. You're talking I mean, about I your just, first guitar. Yeah. I happen to still have my first guitar, and I was like, dang, I should have said that. Cause that and it's just... Just the generosity of of my loved ones and my family and sure. my friends, like that's just that's the thing to me that makes a lot of my possessions worthwhile to keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yep. I carry around a front pocket wallet that my uncle gave me. You know, it was his for years, and it's faded and worn and everything else. But I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's the thing. I think the more I think about this question, I've I've had guitars, I've had things that come and go, but it's really those things like that that are super significant totally non-significant thing though <laughs> like has no memory involved in it my big old hoodie i can't yeah. wait to start mm. wearing that again big old hoodie mm. oh man my wool cape i love my Ooh. wool cape mm. <sighs> i wonder how many people have have capes mm. it goes so well with my hat my wool hat yeah i think wool is going to be my fall theme wool. this year mm. Wool. Well, good. Wool. Listeners, we would love to hear from you. What is your singular most prized possession? And let us know why. And then what do you think is going to be your fall trend this year? If Crystal's is wool and maybe mine is big old hoodies, what would yours What would yours be, Luke? <laughs> hoodies every fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine is not just wool, though. It's wool and slash London. London is my, my theme. Mm. Oh. Overarching theme. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I could see that. I plan these things. I yeah. try. I don't know. I don't have a good London accent. Mine's going. Uh, jeans, I don't even have a good Kentucky jeans and a hoodie. <laughs> jeans and hoodie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. That's a good one. So, listeners, send us your uh, your feedback. I work We'd hard love for to that. Hear from you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> gosh, that'll be the podcast. If you, you guys have any final thoughts on mm-hmm. anything we've talked about thus far? No. No. To now. Like I All had right. a lot of thoughts today. I cannot see the timestamp of our podcast. I guarantee it's been like an hour. Thirty-one, thirty-six, seven. You think eight? so? Yep. Oh, there it is. I can see the timestamp. Luke could see it better than I could. Anyway, so hope you enjoyed the last half hour, listeners. We'd love to see you on <laughs> Sunday. And again, just have a great rest of your week. Crystal, would you mind to pray for us to end the podcast? Sure. Bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for all that you do for us. We just um are in awe of how great you are and how fantastic your work is. Lord, I just pray that as we go through our days that we would remember to encourage each other, that we would think of our brothers and sisters and um, 
not just get busy with our own things, but think about them and what they're struggling with and take the time to reach out and encourage them. Pray that you would also encourage us and help us to remember why we do what we do. Um, Please lead us and direct us in your name. Amen.